Hi, welcome to Irrelevant with Megan and John. I'm Megan. And I'm John. And I don't think we're keeping track of episodes anymore because it's been since February since we've recorded a podcast. Yes, it's been an epic. It's been a really long time. Yeah. So we're here. We came up with a topic, which is the hardest one. So if anyone has topic suggestions, we're all ears. Yeah. Sitting down and doing them, we can do that. But coming up with ideas. I almost feel like we got our COVID vaccines. We're totally vaccinated. We should hit that two week mark of being like fully vaccinated next weekend or this coming weekend. Yeah. And then maybe we can have like people on the podcast and then we can put the pressure on them to come up with a brilliant topic that nobody will listen to. Yes, there's a waiting list. I heard that people want to be on this podcast. Yes. Okay. I guess that should make us proud, right? That should. So yeah, we have like a solid four listeners and some of them have expressed their interest in being on this podcast. So let's make it a community effort. We will. So after next weekend, if you're fully vaccinated too... Let us know, and we would love to have you in our weird recording room slash bedroom. <laughs> okay, so tonight we're talking about jobs. Jobs. What employment. was your first job? My first job. Well, I didn't get a job till I was eight. Well, I think I was around eighteen, um, and I worked for a video store, which I would not give up that experience for anything. Nice. It wasn't a major video store. Actually, there was a major video store. It was actually called Major Video, but that's not where I worked there. I worked for Modern Video, but it was a um, smaller one, not like a blockbuster. And and I, as much as I complained at the time, I absolutely loved the job. My first job, I think, was at the skating rink in Nevada. And that started out in the snack bar, which is a terrible job and made me a little suspicious of like snack bar foods Mm. because they would be like oh the instructions say to put the pretzels in hot butter but we just use water and then add salt and i was like well i guess that also works yeah you learn the tricks of the trade. <laughs> yeah. And then like making cotton candy wasn't like the most sanitary activity that I could have done. But then I like skated a lot and the turnover rate at a skating rink where high schoolers go and also work there is super high. And I got upgraded to mostly working as like a referee during free skate. And that was like the best job I've ever had to date because I really liked skating and skating was fun. And I had some minuscule amount of power. That I let go to my head. I was going to say, did you get up to manager? No, 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 no. (laughs) Just like, oh, you can't skate anymore because you're fighting or something like that. That was the power that I had. It was like, you have to leave the floor. Like, I could put people in timeout. That's kind of the opposite of my job because my job I really enjoyed because I got to sit and watch movies all day. And at one point, movies got boring and I started to watch TV shows that I would tape at home. But I was just sitting there. You were moving around. You were doing things. You were still eating junk, but you were exercising. I, I didn't eat as much junk as you would think because working there made me totally disillusioned oh for them yeah and um it was one of those skating rinks that had the smooth floors because we grew up with holiday skating rink which had the wooden floors and the bump 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 when you skated but this was like a smooth floor so i had outdoor skates and i'd indoor skates so i would skate to my job in my outdoor skates then turn put on my indoor skates and do my job and then skate home in my outdoor skates wait would you leave the skates at work or would you take them with you no they were in my backpack Oh, when I was okay. skating, there. so you were skating with your skates on your back. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't want to ruin my indoor skates on the rough asphalt. Yes, I. Well, I mean, we are still talking about our first job, but um, yeah, I was there for. 
think I was there for three years, minimum wage job, never got a raise. I worked, sometimes I worked full, full days, the entire day. I don't even think it was legal. And, uh, but back then, you know, I didn't care. I enjoyed it. And I still, I still to this day have dreams where I'm working at the video store. And every time it's the same thing, I'm stressed out because I can't remember how to use the computer. There you go. Wouldn't give it up for anything. Yeah. Then I worked at a dialysis center and that was a little bit different. Than yeah, I was going to say a big change. Yeah, it was like very ill patients. It was very quiet, much older like clientele than the skating rink because like the skating rink was my friends from school. But yeah, much older clientele. And yeah, that was a good job. Did you like it? Like, would you consider it like a positive? Yeah, um, I definitely learned a lot about people. I learned about, um, you know, reading the room. Like, you know, I was like 17, I think at the time and a very outgoing person. Mm-hmm. And that that just wasn't the place to be outgoing. There were very ill patients there that were there like literally to get their blood filtered. Yeah. So like they weren't interested in your like little funny stories. outgoing personality. So it was much quieter. And then I worked afternoons to nights. So it'd be like five o'clock in the afternoon till like eleven thirty at night. And it was very quiet. So that lasted all summer and it was really fun. But then I had to go back to like school and that's it. Yeah. Good job, though. I think my my second job, my first, I would say, real job was I worked for Rite Aid Distribution. So I worked in a warehouse and that's where I learned how to work, like actually, you know, do things like physically. That was probably, you know, physically it was the hardest job I ever did. It's where I, any muscle that I have left, I, I started getting at that job. And I probably, that's where I got the most amount of my bulk. I mean, I say bulk. I don't, I'm not that strong, but I mean, I'm strong. I'm not real muscly, but anything I have started there. And it was a lot of, you know, picking up heavy stuff and throwing it on conveyor belts and carrying it over to places and using equipment and shrink wrapping and always on the move. And it was working nights, which was a real experience for somebody who was not used to that. And I I grew to actually really enjoy working nights because I liked a lot of time to myself and that, that worked out really well on my days off. Um, You know, my first real paycheck um yeah i'm i wouldn't say i enjoyed it but i definitely it's where i could get my first apartment it was it was that kind of job for me yeah i had another like little job and that was at papa john's and that was like kind of babysitting it started yeah it was the whole job was babysitting i started I was 18, so I was like an adult, but like barely. And I started at working nights or like, you know, afternoon to nights. And then it was basically just babysitting minors because they would hire minors, but minors couldn't work the oven or the knives or the pizza dough. So basically they could take orders or do toppings and they were so confused. It was just babysitting. And then I got moved to openings on weekends and that was also babysitting because like they would bring breakfast in from McDonald's and then run it through the, the famous the oven uh, breakfast pizza be- breakfast pizza and like it was just a babysitting it was a babysitting job is what it was yeah lots of younger people and i mean you weren't even that old no. so i mean but I was, I guess. <laughs> yeah, mature for your age. Going from the dialysis center to Papa John's was a big change because it was like act mature and then nobody here is acting mature. Mm-hmm. And then the east side Walmart was built and everybody who wasn't like top management went to east side Walmart because it paid like a full two dollars more yeah, an hour big or deal something. Back then, yeah. yeah. And you got good hours. So I worked there before it opened and it was store set up and that was really fun. And then I became garden cashier and that Not so wasn't fun because yeah. it was like winter when it opened and every time the door would open, it was like a Minnesota winter. Like the 
the cold air and snow we don't have snow but it felt like snow would just rush in and yeah. every time it was like being in a tour it was like being waterboarded i've never been waterboarded but that's what i imagine <laughs> torture is is like it was just constantly like okay i'm finally a regular temperature whoosh here comes the cold again yep and that was the worst job that was your worst it was yeah before the store opened it was fine the culture was a little weird and clicky but that's kind of any job mm-hmm but then there were mean customers on top of the clicky, weird culture and yeah, toxic job. Well, that's what I I mean. That, that's going to kind of come up in the rest of my jobs is I, I didn't really, besides the video store, I didn't have to really deal with customers. I mean, a lot of my jobs, I mean, like after Rite Aid, um, like that was a warehouse job. And then I worked for Walmart distribution, which was a warehouse job, which was it was actually a, a great job, if I recall. The hours were awesome. I worked three 12-hour shifts. Now, most people would hate this, but I worked. What did I work? I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, 12-hour shifts, but I was off the rest of the week, and I got paid extra to work the weekend, so I loved it, Um, except that it was in Arizona, and it was hot, and even at night, it was hot, and we were in the only warehouse that had any kind of cooling, and there were enormous industrial-sized swamp coolers or evaporative coolers, and it was humid, and uh, yeah, it was not enjoyable, but the pay was pretty good, especially for out there, and then um, I thought when I moved to Texas, because they didn't have a distribution center, I would then be working with customers, but I did transfer to a Sam's Club, but I ended up working nights, so I still didn't deal with customers. And that was like working at Walmart if you had a night shift. I don't know. When you worked, was it 24 hours? No. Oh, no? Okay. No, we so, closed at midnight, and I, if you were like, the people would just come in at like 11.50 and, oh, I just need two things, and grab a cart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, two what things do you need a cart for? And they just acted like Walmart stayed open for them. Yeah. And then one cashier would always have to ha- stay late, and that's when I had a baby, and like I, my baby was at daycare, and... Ugh, if you got picked to be the late cashier, ugh, it was the worst feeling because people would just shop there for an hour. And you'd probably always get the expectation that you were going to be home at a certain time. Yeah, and then you would think. Somebody would come and ruin that. Yeah, like like whether you went home, picked up your baby at 12.30 at night or one thirty in the morning was dependent on one person thinking that they can shop after the hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I would be sitting there just like waiting for this person and you would walk down the aisles and be like, don't, we're closed. I can help you on like I checkout number four. And they'd be like, okay, just one second. And you're like, you're lying to me. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really hard. That was one thing I liked um, when I worked nights. Uh, especially back when I worked at Rite Aid was that the Walmart, that I, the Valley Central Way one, man, no, not a lot of people would know what that is unless they live out here, but the, the old Walmart was open 24 hours a day. So that was where I went. If I wasn't home or at a fast food restaurant, I was at Walmart and I really enjoyed it because it was kind of a small community because there wasn't that many people that were there at night. You kind of get to know the people that work there. And they would know, hey, they're here to, um, they're waiting for that Star Wars DVD or something like that. And they would, you'd follow them out of the, the, the back and, and get the movie. It was fun. Um, I mean, at least for me at the time. The best thing that ever came out of um, my Walmart job was that they used a lot of illegal scheduling practices. Mm-hmm. 
So you would get off work at midnight and you would have to be back at work at 6 a.m. Or you would be scheduled for 8 a.m., which is the eight-hour, you know, break between your the mandatory eight-hour break by law that you're supposed to have between shifts. But then you would be the last cashier until one, so you would only have seven hours. Yeah. Or they would schedule you to work six hours so you don't have to take a lunch break. But then you're the mandatory cashier on mm-hmm. and you didn't get a lunch break. Stuck, yeah. and so, so they paid for that. They did. In a class action lawsuit, one year, I think I got like a really big check from it. And I was like, all right. Wasn't that only for women? I, I don't thought know. it had something to do with, with women. I'm not sure. I know that all the cashiers were women. So oh, maybe. Well, but yeah, it was that was a nice surprise. It, w- it came when I needed it. Well, what I liked from working with the Walmart Corporation, because I worked for Sam's Club. I mean, I worked for, like I said, Walmart Distribution. That's when I got my employee discount. When I transferred to a Sam's Club, they forgot to take my Walmart discount. So I, I didn't really care about shopping at Sam's Club. So I didn't bother saying anything because I would get a free uh, Sam's Club um, account. I didn't want that. So I just kept my, for like two years working there, they didn't notice till near the end that I had a Walmart d- a discount and they took that away from me. I was not, not a very happy camper about that. <laughs> yeah, but, like I've had it for two years. Yeah, What's the difference? Exactly. So so I worked at Sam's Club up there and then when I moved back out here, I transferred to Sam's Club out here, which was fine. I mean, it was just another night crew. I met a couple of people that ended up being people I've known, would know for a long time. Um, actually, one specifically that I ended up working with later and actually we both found another job, another warehouse job at a company called Sigma, which is food distribution. And that is where I met uh, that I was working there when I met you. Yes. And I'm not even close to 2007. Oh, you're not. No. <laughs> no. Well, let's, let's hear some of yours. Well, why don't we take a break right here and All we'll right. be right back. Okay. So welcome back. After I got out of Walmart, someone that I knew, and this is just the best way to get a job is through someone you know mm-hmm. i stand by that but um someone that i knew worked for a home health care agency and they had an opening as a staffing person for their home health agency so basically you would send nurses out to patients that needed care so doctors or insurance companies would call and say hey this patient is at home they need like a wound change or they need their medicines given to them or something like that and you would just staff the appropriate person physical therapy nursing that kind of thing so that was a really fun job i really liked it not all the people i worked with were like super fun but then my mom got a job not at a competing it's kind of like a weird medical but this one was like same concept but it was home care so it was like hourly shifts so you would have like a nurse or like an aide come to your house and stay there for like eight hours so she got a job she got promoted to that job and then she pulled me over yeah and I know a lot of people who work there were like oh she's just hiring her daughter but you did a good job I was really good at my job like I I really liked what I was doing um then I ended up in the business office and doing HR which was just so fun HR and payroll I absolutely loved it that's what you're doing when we met yeah that one wasn't like a I don't know it was like a 40 hour a week job maybe but there was like a very specific time like payroll was every two weeks So I would be there all day doing everyone's payroll and then I would work long into the night and I would be there till like one in the morning doing payroll to finish it up and then I would get so much overtime and then it just wasn't a 40 hour a week job like that. If they had paid me salary and I could have gone home when I wasn't needed because there were times like the payroll got sent in, like HR was good, then I was just sitting there for hours. <laughs> Do you think that if you had been paid salary, they would have ended up paying you more or less than because you're hourly? 
oh, I think they would have been paying me so much less because there was so much overtime that I ended up getting. Like there were 16 hour days on payroll days. Yeah. And then I was stuck there for eight hours a day the rest of the time. So it was it was ridiculous. I seem to remember a lot of watching internet television. Yes. TV links, which I've mentioned before, yes. was the best thing to ever happen. It was like YouTube before YouTube and you could watch like Except almost... it was like illegal shows that you're not supposed to be watching on It was on almost internet. any show you could find. Yeah. This was like streaming. The quality was dubious. It was streaming television and it's prehistoric levels. Yeah. Like you couldn't make out all the characters, but you could hear <laughs> you them. Could <laughs> yeah. On. And like they had like those really old Nickelodeon shows. Like maybe we could do a podcast about really old Nickelodeon shows. Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude was on there. Salute your shorts. All those. But um, they also had The Office. And I really liked watching The Office. They yeah. had The American Office, even though TV Links was a UK website. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you got into it. And that's how then through you, I got into it. I kept getting reported too for my internet usage. And I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? I already like, I went and got all the lunches. I can carry four trays of Starbucks drinks. That's mm-hmm. a talent I keep handy. I can barely carry three cups. Yeah. I can carry four trays. So 16 drinks of Starbucks drinks. I am like, I have this talent and I would get lunches. I'd run errands for them. Like I was, I was constantly available for work, but I have a, I have a question. Sure. When it comes to the carrying star, when you would take orders back Mm -hmm. then and you'd have a lot of drinks, Mm -hmm. would you require that they were all the same size so that it was easier to carry? No. No. Everyone pretty much got grandes. I don't remember venti being a thing, but they would all be the same. So then I would put them in trays like according, like frappuccino's got a tray, hot coffee's got a tray, that kind of thing. They also did a lot of frozen yogurt. Same concept. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. So I would like sit in the In-N-Out drive-through for thirty minutes. Like I ran and so many errands. I was because I was running. I would bring my lunch just so I could take my lunch break before I did it. Mm-hmm. So I'd be on the clock picking up other people's lunch. But yeah, I like literally would take any job. Like I'll just I'll do it. I'll, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah, I'll do I'm it. Bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me something to do. Yeah, and I still got reported all the time for my internet usage. Yeah. But what was I supposed to do? I was just sitting there. Exactly. So at that time, I that... answered phones. Like yeah. made copies. I taught CPR classes. Like, I was a certified CPR instructor. You would message guys on MySpace? I did do that, yeah. <laughs> Remember I tried to get you to come over one yes, time you and you wouldn't come? And I was like, no, it's like the chillest place. I'm not going to come into your work. It was, was a really so weird situation. Oh bored. Yeah. I was like, please just come here and sit here and talk to me. I had a big, giant catfish named Hannah that, like, she was my only friend. Didn't you also have a rat at work? I did have a rat at work. That's a longer. That's an even longer Another story. Pet story. But yes, I had Nikki, the hairless rat, at work, and everyone was grossed out by him. But he would come sit on my desk and eat lunch with me. Yeah, he was a good. He was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> so when I met you, that's the job you were working at. Yes. When um, I was working at Sigma, which is another food distribution, working nights really tough job really took a lot out of you and they like you were talking about the hours like the amount that you get off at a certain time and need to be back at a certain time and it wasn't exactly this was the same type of situation i mean there were times where i could get off at like 3 30 in the morning and they're like see at five and 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 i would do that like i would just do it even though there was even though there was no legal reason for for me to do that i would do it wasn't that a union job like shouldn't they have been looking out for that yeah it was weird the teamsters really looked the other way they didn't seem to care about that kind of stuff and 
I know after we got together, I was still working there. And um, you were there for a really long time. Our relationship moved pretty fast, but you were there for a while. And I started there as like a star because I had worked um, those jobs before. So I already knew how to use the equipment. I knew how to, you know, do the job. I was really quick. I knew how to get the job done. But at the same time, it was exhausting. It took a lot out of me. And I know that... um, I used to come home just, I mean, you probably describe it the best. Yeah, you were a ball of hate. Yeah, I just was not happy after coming home from that job. You were tired and angry and you were getting verbally beat up. Yeah, I would come home. I I remember occasionally coming home and just going to sleep. Yeah. You know, because it was tired and I don't usually do that. And we also had like a new baby eventually and Mm -hmm. that was... yeah, and that sleep crushing. Absolutely. And then that is I'm not afraid to say that was the first job and only job I've ever been fired from. Yeah. And it was and it was because of a lot of reasons, mostly crazy how they calculate things and all that kind of stuff. It was terrible. But remember when I was telling you like the whole time that you were like a ball of hate at Sigma, mm-hmm. I was like, You you rewired our house with like cables and stuff like that and i was like you were in your sigma freezer suit like under Mm -hmm. under the house running wires and stuff and i was like i said why don't you work for dish network like we had dish network at the time we could use a discount on a bill and you told me no i'm bad at addresses yeah i can't i was like i don't know where anything's at what (laughs) okay like just look them up like i don't know that we had anything better than MapQuest at the time well and i'm also like home theater is like my my hobby and i computers and all that kind of stuff so when i I got fired. You were really upset when you got fired. Oh, I was. And the money sucked. And it wasn't that it wasn't that I'm not going to work at this place anymore. Mm-hmm. It was two things. It was being scared because I had a new family, a new baby, and I suddenly didn't have a job. I remember coming home to you and you were like, don't worry. This is what we got to do. You go here, you do this, the unemployment, the this, the that. And I, and you I had worked me, in HR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had me on point. Yeah. So it didn't last long. The um, the um, I remember like months later, some guy from the union was like or some guy at work who was with the union who saw me at like Walmart was like, we're going to get your job back. And I was like, I don't want, want it. Job yeah. Back. yeah. And this is before I had another job. Yeah. I, I know. Like, like, I think um, it was like the end of October, early November when that happened mm-hmm. because. Oh, yeah. Because remember, we had volunteered for the fall luncheon at the kids school mm-hmm. and you were free. Absolutely. Didn't have to worry about job. Yep. And the money was so tight and I was definitely worried about the money. But like you were so much nicer. Like yeah. it was so nice. Like you were I feel like that's when like I was like, Oh, I remember why we were friends exactly. to begin with. Like and then it got a little little stressful because money was tight and we were home together. Yeah, staring at each other. Every day. Yeah. And we had zero entertainment budget and it was a it was like one of us is going to commit a, an a, act of atrocity. A, yeah. Murder, suicide. Yeah, murder, suicide. And I don't know which one is <laughs> yeah, going to be gonna the culprit. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. So then I was like, you know what? You're going to get a job. Yeah. This guy needs a job. Yeah. And I saw that DirecTV was hiring and yeah, got, that, that I got you in. <laughs> you got me in. And uh, honestly, DirecTV, you know, as much as sometimes the job really stresses me out, DirecTV is a great company to work for. Um, you know, I love being out on my, I, I, I get to do, I get to be in different places every day. 
you know, maybe the same general places, but new houses, different people. I get to hear different stories. I meet different people, different contacts. Like there are people that I still do like little jobs for occasionally that I met at doing direct TV, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, and then maybe, that, maybe that's why I fought so hard to keep the job yeah. at direct TV because it's, it was a, it's a really good job. And the people, and the, the people that I've met, like the, most of the, most of the employees that I've met, the people, my coworkers, I mean, we're practically a family. Yeah. I would like you to get a better job, but I understand that you're happy at the job that you have. And it's, I just, I... Where it goes from here, we don't know. I don't remember how, I don't remember the way you were when you worked at Sigma, but I remember the feeling that I got when you worked at Sigma and Mm -hmm. it was miserable. We were just both miserable. So yeah, it's been so much better finding a job that you really appreciate. But like you said earlier, if, (laughs) what was it you said? You said something about um, getting a job from someone you know. (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone out there has any in somewhere. Yeah. um, I don't know. DirecTV has always been there and I know that now like things are shaking up up and we don't know if that's like a permanent thing so it might be time to move on from direct tv i hope not i hope so who knows um we'll just take life as we usually do yeah as it comes comes. and yeah that's that's it so yeah i mean employment history there we go employment history the episode i think we skipped a few like side professions and other little odd jobs but well we've made a whole like what six dollars at this we're we're almost to seven dollars yeah i think this will be the podcast no, maybe not. Maybe a couple more podcasts that'll push us into that big thousand listeners. Mm. And then we can start getting better ads and maybe getting paid for it let's, in a better way. Let's do it, guys. Yeah. So if so you, I can stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that we can make that much money since it's been like nine months and we made seven dollars. It's well, probably not going to support I had a an, family. I had an injury that had me off for about four months. And as much as I love my job, I actually really enjoyed being home. So. I know. I know. I wish we could like find that key thing that it pays us to be home yeah, but then also bullet. like it was a real shakeup on the house when you're home for five months i was yeah. like you're still here that's cool yeah get out so, of here. <laughs> but yeah no it was really fun having you home i'm always on the lookout for that thing that will like pay the bills and like do something that we could be together but you know absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah, not 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 now So help us make a whole $7 from this podcast by sharing this with your friends. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you as always for listening, especially if you're listening after our two month hiatus. Yeah. If you're still here, then you're a, you're a real fan. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. And if you have any good ideas for relevant, we are all ears. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.